Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Along with special guest, Joe from Joe Pro. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, man. It's nice to have you back. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, we're excited. We're going to talk about the Direct at the end of the episode. So if you don't care about Nintendo, which at this point, I'm surprised you still listen to our podcast because we do talk a lot about Nintendo. Um, you can shut it off once we start talking about the Direct. But we're we're here and we have Joe on because we like to have the community of us talking about Nintendo because it's fun. It is very fun. Also because it's like very big uh, gaming news when Nintendo has a Direct. Yeah. Um, actually, kind of an aside, uh, opposite of, sadly, what Microsoft's been doing, which they've been doing these weird sort of directs also, but they're not getting the, the fanfare that Nintendo does for their directs. So, hopefully, I mean, they, they do pretty big news dumps in them, so maybe one I've, day they'll get the love. I have not heard about one of them. Um, Yeah. Uh, that's a problem. They've done two now, I think. So they did. You heard about one of them. They did it in uh, like Mexico City or whatever. The the big one a while back, but we talked about it on the show, Seth. Mm. So with that, uh, let's talk about what we played this week. Because I've played. I thought I didn't play a bunch of stuff, and then I went and I looked back in my brain, and I actually did. So, um, you want to start, Seth? I want I want you to brag a little bit. So, I want you to start. Uh, okay. Uh, what should I start with? I mean, you're... I, as far as I know, you've only played one game this week. I have actually played more than one game. Um, oh, Okay. But, yes, I will talk about the game that I have played most of and which has consumed my life the past week, unfortunately, which is, uh, I think we we talked about it a little bit last week, about uh, Apex Legends. Yeah, um, we played the, like, I played like two rounds before recording. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, the brand new Battle Royale from uh, Respawn, uh, the developers of Titanfall, as our listeners will know. Uh, yeah, I've put way too much time into it. Um, it is super fun. I today got to the point, I, I got the achievement for having beat, won a match with every single character. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I've spent way too much time on it. Um, in fact, today <laughs> I, I, I was playing and I had this thought that, you know, I, I really should stop doing, stop playing this. <laughs> Uh, unless, unless I'm like playing with other people, uh, but, um, I'm probably going to continue to play it. Uh, it's still as fun to me. I, I, I don't know how, how, how long like this, the kind of, uh, glow is going to last for it. Um, but I, definitely I will keep playing, especially, definitely in the March, uh, when they, get the their battle pass out but it, it's super fun the the um gunplay is really good the movement's fun all the characters are good well all except one i like the the huge slow guy um 
And yeah, I won three times today before we got on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he won like two times last night. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, uh, it's. I feel like I I I've said all that there, because I mean it's a battle royale. There's not like, it's not like it's not it's the not more you play. Yeah, it's not like the more you play, the more these. Um, stuff is gonna unfold in front of you and you're gonna have these brand new experiences i mean it is a it is the the cool thing about the game is is it is a unique experience every time because you always are going to have different people on your team and uh different encounters uh so it's cool um but yeah it's mostly the same so basically all the stuff i said last week because i played it um i'd played it enough last week to be able to make a, a good judgment on what it was so all that stuff still stands um and i have just played a lot more of it uh yeah um other than that i also i started up wargroove the uh the tactics the what's the game um the advanced wars like uh strategy game the on I guess it's on other platforms, but I did. Pl- I played it on Switch. Um, I've gotten through. Uh, I don't know how many missions. It's really fun. It's difficult. Um, I was surprised at the difficulty of some of the levels. Like not not to the point where it's unbeatable. Um, although I have lost quite a few times, um, just because the enemy ai they know how to make you lose and they try to go straight after the things that will uh make that happen which is good because because it's good ai um but i enjoy the difficulty of it and i really like the it, it looks really nice um the sprite work is great uh i i haven't played it i i've only played it in handheld so i i actually don't know what the music sounds like yet because I haven't had it loud enough to like be able to pick it out, um, but that's been really fun for me. Um, and I also have played a bit of Tetris Effect. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't played that. Yeah, it was. They 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 did like a free weekend, I think, of it, uh, and so I I hopped on it. It's really cool. Um, there's a sort of campaign, uh, but you can play through it in like a couple hours. It's really cool though because it's so it's Tetris, you know, we all know Tetris, but it's from the maker of Res and I believe Luminous. He he did both of those. And um you can aspects of both of those games are in are in Tetris effect, mostly in like the way the backgrounds work. Um there's lots of these flowing particle effects and the kind of hypnotic music and there are a few stages you can do where the the bricks even have the um the kind of luminous effect where the the blocks kind of it's hard to describe what happens in luminous but when you drop blocks there's like a line that comes over and and erases stuff um uh it it moves horizontally across the sc- across the screen and it, and it there's there are stages that have a similar effect, but it doesn't erase blocks. It just kind of um, changes the way they look. Um, and it's really, it's a very hypnotic experience and also surprisingly difficult. Like when you get to the higher, um, the higher difficulty levels, the higher speeds, because there's, 
um, while the while the music and the the visuals can help to put you in kind of like uh, that kind of gaming trance, um, they also can probably intentionally they can they they do a lot to they can kind of distract you from what is happening um, in the actual Tetris field, uh, and so it, it it adds that kind of another layer of difficulty on top of the speed. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really cool. Uh I've I've really enjoyed it. I, I understand all the praise that it got uh last year when it came out. Um I think that's all I played. Alright. Man, you I mean you played a lot. I still have not dived into Wargroove yet, even though I want to. I've been playing some more casual stuff, which I'll get into. Um, but I'll let uh, our guest go now. Uh, Joe, what have you been playing? All right. Awesome. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of good things about Apex Legends <laughs> and uh, definitely want to give that a try. And Wargroove, too. One of my best friends has been playing that. He really likes it. So uh, those are two on my radar. But what I've been playing this past week, I have been replaying the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks on the DS. Just kind of was in a 2D Zelda kick and wanted to replay some of them uh, this past few weeks here. And, uh, so I hopped into that one, haven't played it in quite a while since it came out. So been enjoying that. It's going okay so far towards the end of the game. It's definitely a game with a lot of strengths and weaknesses, but, uh, it's pretty decent overall. And then besides that, I've just been playing a lot of stuff. I play every week, uh, that I just jump into for a few hours every so often. So Splatoon 2, Smash Ultimate and Fortnite, just kind of juggling between the multiplayer and the three of those, playing online with some friends, that sort of thing. So, um, but that's pretty much it. Nothing brand new. Still keeping, still keeping games. the Splatoon two dream alive. I am. I love it. I love Splatoon. I had uh, <laughs> stopped playing it for a few months, but um, this week I started jumping back in and trying to get that ranking up. I've I've been kind of having that itch myself. Um, so I, I mean, I, I'm, I have you on Nintendo, whatever yeah. it is, Nintendo online. I'll have to play cause I, it's just so silky smooth. Yeah. So it's good. one of those games that I, and Seth knows I'm notorious for trading things in. It's one of those games I just can never, it's never even in question to trade in. Cause I just know that the moment I do it, the moment I'll want to play it. It's a forever game. It's one of those games you just want to jump back into every few months and just, you know, play for a few hours. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. I, I played a little bit of Fortnite this week. I wrapped up nice. the battle pass for that. So I have the 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 Ice King skin, which sadly is not, um, as Seth is probably going to Ugh. make a comment, it's not the Ice King from Adventure Time. Bummer. But. Does he at least does he at least steal garbage? No, he oh. just is a he's like the Lich King from World of Warcraft, if anything. Oh, um, so it's how are you gonna yeah. call a character Ice King and not have him be I know. a jolly, was, insane man with a crown on his head and that steals yeah. garbage? I I I really I know it wasn't gonna happen, but I wanted him to have an unlockable skin as as like the Simon or something, but. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, so this week I played something very interesting, I think. Um, I, 
I, of course, I, Joe doesn't know this, but I built a gaming PC. Uh, and so I have something that can play PC games now. And my friends gifted me Civ 6 because it's on sale. And so we were playing that. And that is just a computer board game. <laughs> uh, and it's super fun. I had a lot of fun with the military strategy in it. And this, the of course, it's called Civilization. So you you build a civilization. And so the second time we played, I was the Viking civilization and they did not, they had never played as that one. And you can easily build boats because of course you're a Viking and they were freaking out that I was spreading across the map as fast as I was, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, that's, it's a fun game. Uh, they actually have a new DLC coming out this week where it introduces global warming and stuff like that to the map. Mm. And so you'll have to actually combat the way you're spreading your civilization and so that the world doesn't, you know, end. <laughs> so it's kind of neat and it'll add like natural disasters and stuff, which you would think a game like that would have it already, but it's coming in this expansion. Um, I also played Apex Legends with Seth. Never quite won with him, but um, one of them was kind of his fault because he was the slow guy and he got caught yeah. in a circle. That stupid slow guy. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else I played because I, I knew I was going to talk about it. Um, oh, I played some of the stuff that is was announced during the Direct because there was some free stuff that dropped today and we'll talk about those later of course but yeah that's that's pretty much what I played it was simple stuff this week because um, I'm still yeah. coming down from Kingdom Hearts I I didn't want to jump straight into Wargroove because I felt like I couldn't give it my full brain attention I'm still watching like Kingdom Hearts theory videos and stuff so oh yeah <laughs> I continue to inundate myself. I actually play. I, I actually jump back in and played it for a bit. Um, at at some point, along along the line, once I'm far enough removed, I'm gonna go back and try to platinum the game. Um, but yeah. I'm I'm not in a at a space where I could do that right now. Yeah, but it'll happen. So with that, we should talk about some news. Yes, I have, uh, you know, before we got on here, uh, you said that there wasn't a lot that happened, but there actually was some stuff, uh, and there's actually stuff that we have talked about off um, off of this recording. Um, Tell me, because I, I forgot my brain is melted today, man. Yeah, um, so one of the things, this specifically we, we talked about... Um, uh, in a in an interview with Game Informer, um, what's the dude's name? Uh, Sean Layden from Sony. He he was talking about how, uh, among other things, he was talking about how he, at least from his perspective, Sony is um, open for business. That's the quote when it comes to crossplay uh, with other consoles. Yeah, I so this. there's been like uh, there was a big deal with with. with uh, 
Nintendo and and Microsoft that they were doing crossplay and basically taking barbs at at Sony for not doing it. Um, I, I Rocket League was was a big one that that was happening on and and also on Fortnite. So he comes out and he says that uh, that uh, all it takes is for publishers and developers who wish to permission it or some, whatever that means. Uh, yeah, ask and, uh, like uh, ask their Sony rep to. Uh... Yeah. You know, get permission or whatever. And so it sounds well and good, but then uh, when you talk to the developers who are actually working on it, uh, it does not seem to be that way. Uh, the CEO of Chucklefish, who who made war- the aforementioned Wargroove, basically said, um, no, that Sony never told us that was allowed and basically said that it wasn't allowed. Um. Which is not surprising because that's basically been the the uh, the tack they have taken the whole time. Um, but it, it's weird that you know they have the president of of Sony Entertainment um, coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, we we're, we're all for crossplay," but uh, at the same time telling developers, "No, you can't do it." Yeah, it's. It's kind of disappointing because especially after you see the developers tweets um you know just the how out of touch can you be really to broadly say to a, a whole convention like a like he's doing it at a talk at I I don't know what's going on right now but um and he just says that they're open for business and that you know, it's it's on the develop. It's on the the onus is on the developer, not us. Um, you know, we're fine with it, and obviously, he is very out of touch with what's going on, or he just lied. Yeah, That's- I think he just straight up lied. Uh, there's no way that he he <laughs> there's no way that there's that kind of disconnect between him and the people that are running the um, the the software side of stuff. Uh, I think he's just saying that to appease people uh and i don't know it's weird i can't imagine what he was thinking when um when that when he decided to say that because clearly it does not align with reality right um yeah so this is a cool thing i saw uh i think it was it was a couple a couple days ago um capcom just out of nowhere they put like 61 games worth of soundtracks on spotify um just kind of i actually meant to drop them on there (laughs) um which is i mean it's cool it's always because it's very difficult to to listen to video game music on spotify because there's like nothing on it so it's really cool that capcom did this and also weird because it was just kind of out of nowhere I remember seeing it on Twitter. People like, uh, "Hold on, did you just see what happens?" Uh, but yeah, now there's a hundred hundreds of hours of classic Capcom music and more modern Capcom music to listen to on Spotify. Yeah, baby, I was listening to "Devil May Cry" one soundtrack um, earlier today. Actually, I, nice. I did I bring this up to you earlier in the week or no? Nope. I think I did, but. Yeah, it's it's got the the only issue with it is I don't know if you've perused it, Seth, is that it's mostly in Japanese. 
And so yeah. you've got to you've got to know what you're looking for. Yeah, that's by true. cover art and everything. But um, I mean, it's but it's, it's there. Super awesome. It's there, which is yeah. more than you can say for most video games on Spotify. Yep, for sure. So there's some there's some stuff on there. Actually, I um, that reminds me, uh, it used to be reliable that like one of our favorite composers is Grant Kirkhope, famously of the Banjo Kazooie. Um, stuff and he used to have a bunch of stuff on there but it recently got taken a, a lot of his music got taken off of spotify because of um the publishers and stuff like that which which was definitely a bummer but yeah it'd be great uh, i wish more developers would put their music on easily accessible streaming platforms rather than having to go on youtube to find uh like <laughs> versions of them yeah uh, last, th- uh, well, second to last thing, um, apparently Warner Brothers of Japan is teaming up with Level 5 to make a film of the Nino Kuni, uh, ga- well, it's not, it's not even of the games, it's kind of like an original story set in the Nino Kuni verse, um, oh, okay. which is cool, uh, but it's also kind of strange to me, because I... Th- for me, like the whole the whole draw of those games is to be able to kind of play the Studio Ghibli looking world, uh, and so it's it seems sort of redundant to then turn that into a movie. Um, but some of the art that's in it uh, it looks really cool, um, and so hopefully it's good. Last thing, um, Ubisoft announced that they are making a new game plus for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, it will allow oh. you to switch it'll allow you to switch between uh, Cassandra and Alexios and they're also raising the level cap to 99 and adding 22 new fast travel uh, waypoints um, which is insanity. I don't know what kind of person would want to play through this game a second time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> especially since you're what like 70 hours in and you don't know how far away you are from the end yes i i have not played it in a while but i know that the end is nowhere in sight for me uh uh i i would have to probably like play it for two straight months to finish this game i don't i i like i i laughed when i saw this news because i it's this is unfathomable to me that someone would want to do a new game plus of this, like, I I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, did you did don't you play it. this game, Joe? Um, I did not. I have played a lot of the Assassin's Creed games, but I have not played Odyssey. Yeah, if you've heard just, Seth talk about it, you might not want to. It <laughs> doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I've heard mixed things. I mean, some people really like it, but it's not something I'm ever gonna play. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's how I feel now. Now the 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 whole thing with the new game plus is that like you're supposed to like you retain your levels and stats and gear from your first playthrough, but like even with the level cap raised to ninety nine, I feel like I would reach that before beating this game on the first playthrough. I don't understand how there would be. I don't. I don't understand it. That's all I can say about this. Uh, it makes no sense to me. Uh, 
Yes, that's it. I I cannot I, I can't find the words to say because I am baffled. I will have a lot more to say about Assassin's Creed when we get to the to the uh, direct news. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, we can start there now. All right, so we're going to start talking about today's Nintendo Direct, which Nintendo graciously blessed us with on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday. Um, so thank you, Nintendo. We didn't have to delay the podcast a day or anything like that. Or wait till next week to talk about it. So that's pretty great. Yep. Um, First time that we have been able to talk about a Nintendo Direct the week it happened. Yeah. Without having to delay anything insanely. Um, right. So uh, first off, we start off the Direct with some familiar music. And um, all of a sudden we see Mario and he's running and he jumps and then he lands on uh, one of the spiky turtles, which probably has an actual name, but I am terrible. In uh, probably a spiny. Uh, spiny. Okay. And then um, <laughs> it, it clicks back and a little cursor builds and it builds a slope and it's basically, well, it's announced that super Mario maker two is coming to the switch. Yes. In June and have of 2019. Just in time for my birthday. <laughs> did the first one yep. not have slopes? It did not. No, it, apparently it was a very big deal that people complained that you could not put slopes. There were no slopes in the game. Uh, it was a huge so... deal. It was con- Yeah, it was considered the number one omission from the game. And so uh, people are really happy. And it's, it's funny because that's the first thing they showed. It's kind of like the developers yeah. were like, oh, hey, guess what? We finally got it for you, you bunch <laughs> yeah, of complainers. Yeah, I... I... I chuckled a bit when that was the first thing they did. I was like, oh, yep, it's got slopes. And they did it for a while, too. The first 20 seconds was showing the slopes. Yeah, there were lots of slopes. It was a regular uh, hilly countryside. <laughs> so, um, let me... I, I obviously could tell by Joe's excitement that he's getting this. Um, Seth, are you getting this? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, so Mario Maker came out after my love for the Wii U had abated. So um, yeah. I I wasn't really in the phase of buying new games for that thing when Mario Maker came out. And I didn't have a 3DS when it came out on the 3DS either. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested in it. I am really excited to play other people's levels, I guess. That's what I'm more excited for than my yeah. own ability to build a level. So Yeah, there is yeah. a lot of creativity out there in people's levels you can download. Even on the first Mario Maker, I played like a level one time where someone built a calculator that would actually convert your input into binary, compute some computations, and then it would output it back as a numerical expression. And you could do like multiplication, division, um, addition, and subtraction by like hitting different blocks and it just did all this crazy stuff. It took like five minutes to figure out the answer and then it would kick it back out. So there's crazy stuff you can do with that game. And now with even more options and items and stuff, I can't even fathom what's going to be possible. Yeah, there are going to be some cool levels. Uh, it should be mentioned that not it, it's not just slopes. Like they promise a lot of new elements uh, that we didn't see. Uh, but 
they did they have also added stuff from Mario 3D World. So like the uh yes. the cat suit is in it, um the kind of sort of transparent warp pipes they showed showed those off a lot. Uh there's no like 3D navigation like there is in 3D World, but a lot of the uh, platforming elements are going to be in it. Yeah, the 3D World art looks great. Um I'm really hoping and a lot of fans wanted this in the first game, but a Super Mario Brothers 2 art style um, as well, since we already have the one, three in the world and the new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. So it'd be cool. That's like the only major one missing. Um, so maybe that'll show up at some point. And I'd heard too that they, on the first game, wanted to include some original art styles that were exclusive to Mario Maker. So maybe they'll finally get to have a Mario Maker art style as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think this looks great. I put a few hundred hours into the first game. Um, I just love making the levels. It's, I believe, my second most played game on Wii U after Smash Brothers. Um, I would spend, you know, sometimes if I had nothing to do, like four or five hours in a day, just like making a level, uh, just like people back in the day would spend that kind of time on Minecraft. Um, and so for me, I just, you know, I love Mario and I love creative games where you can do that kind of thing. Uh, and I'm really thankful that it's a proper sequel and not just a you know, enhanced port like Mario Kart was, uh, Donkey Kong, New Super Mario Brothers, but instead we're actually getting a proper sequel like Splatoon and Smash Brothers. Yep. You know, kind of were. Yeah, so I was expecting it to be a port. Um, but you know, it's it's good. It also looks like it's gonna have some sort of co op functionality because Mario and Luigi are on the cover. Yeah. So I hope so. Yeah, two player if you could play at the same time, that'd be great. Um, so maybe, uh, cause Mario and Luigi were, was at the end of the trailer, at least just, you know, you saw the image of them, but they are also, as I saw online just now, they are on the cover of the game. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're very large, right, uh, next to each other on the cover. Also, interestingly, the big Mario that is next to big Luigi is holding a tiny Luigi in his hands. It's I weird. didn't notice that until just now. Yeah, but yes. There's some weird uh, Inception stuff going on in Mario Maker. Yeah. Yeah, and there are a lot more enemies that you can place, a lot more items just from the trailer that we see. There's so much, and you can decide the direction that uh, different things go in, different platforms. They can uh, kind of wiggle all around there. So it'll definitely make the first game completely obsolete. I know some people have been saying online, they're like, you know, the Wii U isn't really relevant. I mean, as if it ever was, but that it's become a lot less relevant since the Switch is out because everything's been ported over for the most part. And a lot of defenders are like, well, you know, it's still Mario Maker. The best place to play it on is the Wii U. Yeah, not anymore. And so now even that's going to be true, uh, not true anymore. So pretty much all the major games except for Mario 3D World uh, and then some of those, you know, Zelda re-releases have been uh, moved over at this point. Yep, they're all they'll all be on the Switch eventually. I wonder, yeah. I wonder where Mario Maker takes place on the Mario timeline. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking it was back at the beginning. It's the creation of the universe. Maybe. Yeah, but that implies that Mario is some kind of god of the Mario world, uh, which I don't know. But I guess it's possible. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, I was about to say, are you insinuating that Mario is god of the Mario world? <laughs> that's that's weird um what was the the next game because my notes are 
I, not I in order. Watch it twice. Yeah. The yeah, the, the rest next... kind of blended together right. for me. Uh, yeah. The next one was Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I thought it was Box Boy. My bad. No, Box Boy so... was third. Okay. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance. So... It actually, I thought that the the it it looked like graphically a lot better than when they first showed it off. Uh, yes. So that was yes, that yes, was yes. kind of pleasing for me. And then and they showed off they showed off a lot a lot more of the mechanics, but it seems to be pretty much uh, part and parcel for the other Ultimate Alliance games and and the X Men. What were those games called? X Men Legends. Uh, X Men Legends. Yeah, yeah, before that. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of like a top down ish beat 'em up type game. Uh, so they look the same. Um, I'm so ready. But yeah, it it I was glad that it looked graphically um, much cleaner. Uh, and I forget when they they said it, it's it's gonna come out summer. In, in summer, um, probably. I would have to guess that it comes around the time of Avengers. Yeah, um, that especially since they legitimately so Marvel just launched this whole new. Uh, campaign with Captain Marvel of course where they're doing these keywords of like fly higher farther whatever faster and they said all those buzzwords while they were showing off Captain Marvel being in the game and so you know that this is definitely tying into the movie somewhat or at least taking advantage of the cross the cross characters that are in both yeah so it'll we, be fun. It'll be fun, and I am very excited for this. And yeah, I I still remember the feeling of when it was announced at the Game Awards, and Marianne just not knowing what to do with me while I made the noises I made. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Next. Next was Box Boy and Box Girl coming this April. Yes. Uh, so this was I. This was definitely a pleasant surprise for me, but a surprise nonetheless, because I'm pretty sure it, it seemed like they explicitly said that the the last one on 3ds was going to be the last Box Boy game. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was called Goodbye Box Boy. Um, but hey, I'm glad that they are bringing it back because they're 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 fun little puzzle platformer games, and I enjoy them. And it, and this one will have co-op in it. So I have in my notes box boy question mark because I had never heard of this franchise in my life. Really? There's like three <laughs> games. There's four yeah, now. I, I I don't know what how it missed me, but yeah, legitimately I when they made a big deal out of it and they went out and there's box girl, I'm like, alright, I I don't know what either of these are, so I mean it looked kinda neat. It looked like uh that box game you would play on your calculator. Kind of what? The you ever have the fancy calculator that had the box game on it? No, I never had no? one of those. Okay, those calculators right. were too expensive. Yeah, that's why I borrowed it from my friend. Also, and... I was never good enough at math to be in one of the classes that required them. <laughs> yeah, true that. Still um, not good at math. So the next one was Dragon Quest. No. No. Actually, that might have been it. I don't Dragon know. Quest Builders? I don't remember that. I think. I think so. Um, it was somewhere around there. Yeah, we don't yeah. we don't need everything to be in order. But yeah, we can talk about Dragon Quest. They, they made a big deal. Um, 
Dragon Quest Builders 2 is getting localized and is coming to uh, Switch in... what? When is it coming, David? July 12th. I have all the dates over yeah, here. July so. 12th. Uh, that game actually... So the reviews for the first one were really good. Um, and the stuff I've seen the on, in the second one is that it basically improves on the first one on all levels. Um, it's weird because they look like... They look like just Minecraft clones, but they're actually they actually have like a full blown story and quests and stuff in it. Um, and I, I've watched some gameplay of it; it looks really fun. Uh, so I'm interested in that one certainly. Uh, and then they made they transitioned from that into talking about Dragon Quest. Uh, it's eleven, right? Yeah, 11. Dragon Quest eleven echoes of an Dragon Quest eleven S echoes of an elusive age definitive edition i think that's the full title um, <laughs> nice yeah nice, it's, nice nice it's the uh special edition of dragon quest 11 um coming to switch it's really cool so this game uh i talked a lot about it when i played it on ps4 um but it also in japan it came out on the 3ds and it and it utilized like a a classic uh 16-bit art style um and in the this version, the the S version, you you're able to like toggle between the two, uh, which is really cool. Um, and I kind of it when I saw that it actually like for, for a split second I was like ooh, I kind of want to play that. Um, but there's also there's also some other stuff that actually made me want made me consider thinking about getting this game again. Um, <laughs> oh no, I probably won't. But there was, there's a lot of new, I don't know about a lot, but there's definitely new content in it. And they showed, a lot of the footage they showed was like brand new stuff. Like I didn't know what was happening in it. Um, but I definitely did not recognize it from the amount of, from, from the game. So you know it's new content. And they, one of the things I, I didn't like, uh, I didn't really like the soundtrack, but they, I guess, have, um, orchestrated all of the tracks and are doing and and are having you know it's the the switch version is going to have a fully orchestrated uh soundtrack um whereas the ps4 version did not um so and what i because i when they were playing the music i was like oh this sounds a lot better than i remember it uh and it's because it is it's it's a live orchestra um <laughs> so those are they're they're Jeez. i will i definitely okay i don't know i'm probably not going to get this game, but they have at least they've done a, a good job of making me consider it. Um, but it's coming out uh, July twelfth. No, that was Builders. Um, this one is coming out sometime this year. Yeah, I think it was uh, sometime this year. Yeah, this fall. This fall. My bad. Yep. And it's uh, another. It's surprising. There is very little, if any, graphical drop off in the stuff they showed from the PS4 version. Um, now I don't know how it looks like on PS4 Pro. It's probably better, uh, but yeah, they've done. Um, th- they clearly. I, I I remember reading. Like I, I think they they kind of built this version of it from the bottom up, specifically for Switch, uh, and so th- you can tell they have definitely put a lot of work into it, uh, just based on how it looks. But yeah, that's a. If you want to know more about that game, go listen to my review of it in previous episodes yeah i'm i might not because i want to i want to play it i do and i remember you 
being very medium on it. So, yeah, so this is another one of those games that's weird. Like, in hindsight, I, I think I appreciate it more than I did at the time of playing it. Uh, so I don't know if that it makes if that's good or bad, uh, but I think it's it's a good game. Um, and I do think had I played the post game stuff, I would have uh, it would have left a better taste in my mouth. Um, but yeah, go. I don't want to get back into that. Go listen to those episodes. So this is the point where in the direct, I thought they were going to announce that because it's been rumored that uh, Eldrick was going to be a Smash character. Yeah. But they um, they did not. Yeah. That was kind of I mean I didn't expect that to happen. Uh especially I think so I think before this they they talked about the Smash Bros uh 3.0 update that's coming out this spring. Um Yeah. They didn't talk a, they gave us a lot of information too. Uh yeah, they basically <laughs> showed us a bunch of uh pixelated screenshots uh that you could not tell what was going on and said and said there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh but did not tell us any of what it was, except for we saw a, a brief glimpse of what Joker's character model is going to look like. Um, but it's coming in April. Yeah, there's uh, the 3.0 updates coming. I think it's probably going to have like break the targets, some of those old uh, the the kind of classic game modes that the other games had. I don't know though. It definitely seems like a Smash Brothers Direct will be something that they want to do before the 3.0 update. Yeah. Because otherwise they would have talked about it now. And so that makes me think it's got to be a pretty big update. So maybe break the targets, maybe a stage maker, definitely Joker. uh, And maybe at that point they'll go ahead and announce who the one after Joker is too. Yep. We'll see. Also interesting, the uh, the screenshot that they showed um, when they, um, when they, transition to the news about smash bros was it had a young link in it it had a giant pink egg and some other characters with with uh bunny hoods on uh so that will come up later um but that that was something i i read after the fact but so keep that in mind for later uh although you probably already read what happens so but yeah that's just a little uh little whatever so after that they also announced that Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker is getting a free co-op DLC that's out today, so you can play the game co-op, and a paid DLC chapter that's coming out today. So yeah, I think they the first that was out of nowhere. Yeah, the the first um, map for the DLC you can you can get when you buy it. Um, but not, but oh yeah, the rest of it comes out in March. Yeah. So that's, I mean, yeah, that's definitely, I don't know. I wonder how many people will actually buy this. Uh, but I'm sure there are some, um, Captain Toad diehards out there who are glad of this news. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it makes me want to play it now with Marianne. I didn't, I mean, we have it. I just haven't really thought about putting it in the old nintendo switch until now yeah so let's see yeah. what uh what else is next let's see uh there was some other i i'm not i don't know what what the order of the stuff was they um but there was outside of that uh treasure tracker there was some other stuff that dropped today on the eShop. uh there's tetris 99 which is a tetris battle royale game um which is insane uh david played a little bit of it um, I did. Um, it was weird to be playing Tetris against other people and not 
being able to see when they were sending stuff your way, at least seeing their strategy, you just saw that stuff was coming at you. Um, it it was fun. I got 14th, which was kind of cool. Yep. Um, I can't say that I'll become a, as addicted to it as Seth is to no. um, Apex. But, but it's, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a free game. You have to have Nintendo online, so I have not played it yet because I have not purchased that. Um, I did not realize it was free. Yeah. Yeah, it's free as long as that. you have Nintendo Switch Online, which you need to yeah. play it. So I mean, you Definitely. can. It's free for anyone. You just can't play it unless you have the su- subscription. Because um, I downloaded it and I wanted to see if it would let me play, but it didn't. Um, yeah, in that case, I'm definitely going to get it. Yeah, and try it out. Also, uh, Demon X Machina, the mech mech game that they showed at E3, and Yoshi's Crafted World both got demos that dropped. Um, the uh, Demon X Machina, I think, is only available for a limited time, um, so that that's cool. Uh, so, so it's it's a limited time, yeah, but it it is like four levels and a boss, yeah. So they're really, I feel like they've realized that a lot of people are not going to be sold by this game just by its looks. And I think they're trying to drum up some word of mouth. Well, so I, I I think what it is is like this is a game that's still in development, and the so they said some that some of the people who play it they might like survey them for their thoughts about the game. I think they're 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 looking for feedback. Um, but yeah, I, I I think once the game is closer to release, it'll get hyped up more because it was it was this was a game that was out of nowhere at E three, and then they didn't talk about it a lot. Um, because it's still, it's still in, I don't know how early development, but it's still in development. Uh, but yeah, so this is kind of like, a an, an, an early alpha that people are able to play. Uh, so yeah, those are out right now. And also Final Fantasy IX is on the eShop right now, uh, with Final Fantasy VII coming next month. I, I, I kind of hoped it was, those were going to be flip-flopped because I would have been, I, I was down to buy Final Fantasy VII if they dropped it today. But I guess I'll wait. Um, So they did a couple quick cuts with release dates. Um, There's a weird Disney Tsum Tsum game coming out. Oh, God. Um, They terrible. They they spent a decent chunk of time on that. Too much, really. They spent a lot of time on this Japanese game called Rune Factory, which I had never heard of before in my life. Really? I may be being too flippant with that, but yeah, I've never heard anything. I mean, they were about they were that. DS games. Uh, they were like sort of pseudo sequels to the Harvest Moon series. I think uh, same similar developers. Uh, yeah, that's getting one of the the previous game which was on DS is getting a sort of remaster for the Switch. Even though it's still kind of, you can definitely tell that it was a 3DS game. But they are developing a full fledged Rune Factory Five for the Switch. So maybe it'll look better. Yeah. Um, let's... I thought that Disney Tsum uh, Tsum game looked amazing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just want to oh, that out Lord. there. I was like, man, this is the next Mario party. <laughs> so, it yeah, does... we'll get – was... I want to get to the feelings about the Direct after we get through all this. I will say a couple... that it was – interesting that they showed off of like a multiplayer game mode which involved two people holding their switches vertically that was at least yeah, that was very weird. a little tiny thing that was like huh but no that game no that looked bad um 
They showed that Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead by Daylight's coming out in fall. Yep. Um, so the big thing for me is that Deltarune is dropping on February 28th. Yes, the first chapter of Deltarune. I'd... For free. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's free. I'm definitely and... getting it. I'll play it again. So the biggest thing about this for me is at the bottom of it. So if if you know anything about Undertale, Deltarune, Toby Fox said, listen, I want to make more of this. It's not really feasible for me to do it, but I'm going to try. Um and so the fact that at the bottom of this trailer it said more chapters are coming but not for free, that means he obviously has figured it out or gotten support, because the uh, like there's not been any official word that more is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean when we talked about the game when it came out, he said that he was trying to put together a dev- to get put together a dev team to work on the game with them. And that if he could do that, uh, they would make the game. So it seems like that's what's happening. Uh, I think they, the Undertale Twitter account also tweeted that it is they're working on bringing the Deltarune uh, Chapter 1 to PS4. Okay, cool. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, of course, is launching April 23rd. Unravel 2 is coming in March, which it's odd that Unravel 2 is coming and not 1. <laughs> Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon Everybody is coming in March. Mm. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is coming in spring. Very surprised by that one, actually. Yeah, me too. Grid is coming in summer, so we're getting a racing game on the Switch. Mm, Yeah, great. And then, like we talked about earlier, Joe's favorite announcement, I'm assuming, is that we're getting Assassin's Creed 3 remastered May 21st. (laughs) I think it's it's funny, like, Ubisoft officially announced this a couple of days ago. Um, uh, we all knew, we basically all knew it was com- also coming to Switch, but they, they held off on, on doing anything, um, saying anything about it. Uh, and now we know, now it's official that it is also coming to Switch. Yeah. Also, there was some, there's got to be extra content in this thing, because there was some stuff they showed in the gameplay that was not in the original one. So they said all the DLC is is with it. Okay, that may be the stuff, but I don't know. There was they 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 kept showing like these attacks and these movements stuff that he was doing that I have no recollection of. What do you what do you think, Joe? Yeah. So uh, about Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a game that I've played, and the reason I was kind of laughing at it earlier is that. I was just in shock when I saw that reveal really? at how bad the frame rate was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was running so choppy. There was one part, one part where he's uh, running across a tree uh, that was kind of halfway fallen over or whatever, and it was just not keeping up at all. It looked so grainy, and so uh, the, the frame rate was just really terrible. And so I'm just kind of questioning how it's so bad and why they expect that you know, anybody's going to want to play it over other consoles if they happen to have it already in other consoles. And I guess if you don't have other consoles, then, you know, maybe there's still value in that. But I was just surprised. I mean, it's a it's a pretty decent game, but um, I just don't understand why they would port it and have the frame rate be so bad. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully that was just a issue with the, the video. Who can 
who can tell with these things? I, I also wouldn't be surprised if that is just how, like, the game plays. Um, because, like, you can't compare them to the ones. The ones that are out now are, like, stuff works a lot qu- quick quicker. Um, so it might just be that that's how how the characters run in that game. Because they are, they are more sluggish. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. My, uh, the feed, like, my my uh my internet was not giving me hd quality video so i i wasn't able to notice um little details like that um and the only other two notes i have here besides the big one at the end um is oninaka is coming out yes uh from the developers of i am setsuna and lost sphere they have their what is it their studio is called like game factory or something they're a they're a, a dev team in Square Enix. Uh, the game looked cool, but uh, I Am Setsuna and Lost Fear did not review that well. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. There was also oh, also a Starlink Battle of Atlas that get, is getting more Star Fox content. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I like that game. Yeah. So, there were two... Uh, those were the kind of the miscellaneous stuff. There were two other... Uh, Actually, there were a few other major games that they showed off. Um, oh, yeah. The first was we finally got more information on Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, along with the news that it is delayed to July 26th, which kind of irked me. Um, I was hoping that was coming out in, like, April or something. I mean, it never had a release date except for spring, but now it's not in the spring, so that's annoying but they showed us a lot of the stuff that's actually happening uh and sort of they set up vaguely what the story is and the game seemed it's anime harry yeah potter. it's like harry potter <laughs> yeah uh that meets final fantasy 8 um or and or I'm, like any I'm all for it yeah there were, I, i'm sure there are a plethora of jrpgs that involved uh people like uh magical people in a school um certainly a billion animes about it but that's what it is um what's crazy too is that the houses like the colors of their logos even closely matched uh three of the houses from harry potter too. yeah uh they're literally basically <laughs> harry potter houses you got you got your gryffindor you got your hufflepuff and your ravenclaw, and your ravenclaw. no slytherin yeah. but certainly the that's probably you know there's some there's some sneaky business going on with this uh church nation um yeah it looks cool this so i I remember thinking after they showed this that I I knew I felt like I knew less about the game than I did going into uh this trailer. Um oh, yeah. because it is clear that this is going to be a lot more ambitious of a Fire Emblem game. Um they there is a lot of stuff going on with like uh so the, the setup is that you play your main character uh goes to teach at the school and you choose one of these three houses to be a teacher for and so you basically have to manage all of the students. Like, I guess that's who your units are. Um, and you have to, like, you actually have to do lessons, like, teach them things. Um, and you, it seems like you, there will be a lot more in-depth uh, customization of characters and um, class growth. Like, you, it seems like, from what they showed, that the characters are no longer set to defined um classes yes like you can you can it seems like you are able to um develop units into whatever you want them to be uh and you can and you you can 
make specific stats the way you want to be and have them use certain weapons. Um, and there's also stuff with you, you have to develop the interpersonal relationships of these of the characters in the class that you're in, which will give you um, which will have an effect on the battlefield. Like they didn't even they didn't even show a lot of the actual battles going on. Uh, but they did tell you that the conceit, at least early on, is that you're going off on these battles as assignments in class um, to to get the students' battle experience. Which so basically Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, um, yeah, it looks crazy. I I'm super. I'm a lot more excited for it, but also I'm a lot more confused about it. Um, Maybe this is why eight's not being ported over to the Switch because <laughs> they're like, oh, we already have that. Um, yeah, we don't need to. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that that I thought looked very cool. Uh, I was ha- I was half expecting them to announce afterward that Edelgard, one of the characters, is going to be in Smash, but they withheld on that. Uh, so that's probably for the best. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I'm excited for this game. I can't wait for it to come out. And then we have Astral Chain, which they talked about. Oh Lord, yes, this game. It looks awesome. This game, it looks awesome. This game is from Platinum Games. It is uh, produced by Hideki Kamiya, who is like a famous developer. Uh, it is uh, directed by the guy who directed Nier Automata. Um, so this is like an all-star cast of people working on this. This game looks, it's like robot space cops meets uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh meets uh i don't know there's it, it it looks like xenoblade it looks like a million things all happening at once um you've got robot dogs that you can ride yeah you got you, you play these space cops and they have uh these robot personas but they're also like linked to you like the like the blades in xenoblade 2 um and there's there seems to be insane character customization and i don't know they're like these evil sort of demon robot monsters that you're fighting against it looks i don't i don't know what to say about this game uh it's uh, it's crazy it looks crazy yeah you gotta it's coming out august yeah. 30th you gotta watch the trailer as a release date you gotta watch the trailer for this um because nothing i nothing i can say about it can uh do this justice yeah it it looked really cool yep um and then, Joe, we'll let you talk about the next one because you're very excited about this. The final announcement. I think thought... we skipped over Yoshi's Crafted World as well, right? Oh, yeah. We, we went over that. Oh, kinda. okay. I guess maybe yeah, I, we, maybe we I talked about out. the demo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, so the grand finale then, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I do want to note that I thought that this was uh, – I genuinely in my head went, are they really re-releasing the CDI games? <laughs> oh yeah because we open with like a like an animated cutscene of link yeah excuse me princess i wish yeah. uh. <laughs> no i'm i'm super excited uh i i've been hoping for this for a while lately i've kind of started to find that i like a lot of the 2d zelda games more than a lot of the 3d games so a link between worlds is my favorite zelda game uh, hands down, no comparison. And so for a few years, there's actually been in the Zelda community some rumors that they were working on a reimagining of Link's Awakening, just how Link Between Worlds is a reimagining of a Link to the Past. And so I was hoping for somewhat of a spiritual successor. 
And then recently there was a leak that included that a 2D Zelda would get announced during the Direct. And so I had put a lot of uh, faith in that. And then at the beginning of the Direct, some other things from that leak were true, including Mario Maker and Box Boy and the date of the Direct itself. So I was going through the whole thing thinking, okay, surely we're going to get our Zelda game here. So as soon as it started up, I recognized after a few seconds that it was indeed Link's Awakening uh, when he was sailing out in the water because it is a game I've played and uh, I think it's a pretty good game. And once it was true, I was super happy. I think it looks really great. Um, I I don't know. When I first saw the trailer, I was absolutely overwhelmed by the art style. I thought it looked amazing. As I've rewatched it, I've become a little bit more hesitant and reserved about it. While I do still like it, and I think it looks really crisp and colorful, and, and I like how it looks... Uh, not a big fan of how Link himself looks. He kind of looks like a toy. And I don't know if it was the right art style for the game. I wish it was more of a Link Between Worlds art style, but in HD. Uh, that was, you know, still colorful and crisp and pretty, but it didn't look... Like, it still retained the Link to the Past uh, type of designs. And whereas this one is completely its own thing. But still, uh, initial impressions. I'm super excited I'm hoping it is still more of a reimagining than a remaster, even though it does have the same title, because the original game is only like four hours long, <laughs> and it's there's not a whole lot to do on that island, so I'm hoping it is kind of like the Link Between Worlds route, where they add some extra dungeons, uh, maybe have the same dungeons, but then have some that are reworked as well, and maybe can double the length of the game, because otherwise, that should not be a $60 game. Yeah, um... Right. It, that did turn me off when at one point he does kind of tilt towards the camera and it's just like a smiley face drawn on the front of him. Yeah, he talks to the owl and he just looks very plain. It's like a little line drawn for his eyes and mouth. Now, you do realize that, that it's it's kind of in, they're, they're kind of recreating what his sprite in the Game Boy looked like. Like that's, that's oh, what yeah. his face was in the original Link's Definitely. Awakening. Um, yeah. Well, but what's weird about that too, though, is that the intro of the game is the cutscene we see in the trailer. Yeah. And so I assume that's going to be in the game, and in that he looks yeah like normal. Uh, I but agree. I guess, again, if you go back to Link's Awakening, it was the same way. In Link's Awakening, the original game, he looked like himself in the cutscene, and then the rest of the game he didn't. So it looks like they're just really trying to uh, have everything be exactly the same, except you know a lot more colorful and yeah. It, it was weird that we see this. Gorgeous animated cutscene of of Link out on on this ship that gets struck yeah, so by lightning, and surreal. And then we we see him uh, floating on this bit of uh, debris, and we see Koholan Island from Link's Link's Awakening. Um, and yeah, like at the time, I was super excited. And then they show like this the the kind of it's hard to describe. Like it, it looks to me like it, it's kind of like a diorama. That's the way it looks to me. Um, like someone it's so cute yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of like it's... yoshi's crafted world and some of the mini games in nintendo land like the zelda nintendo land mini game was a little bit like that the pikmin one especially yeah. looked a lot like that so kind of harkens back to those and it works really well i just i don't know if if it works as well as maybe something else could but i i still like it overall the fade the blur effect on the top and bottom i think is a little bit weird yeah it's it's kind of uh, like this uh thing. giving you like this sort of tilt shift effect to make the things um look to to make stuff look more miniaturized 
it's it's definitely a a unique uh, visual. Um, it's something you should definitely go look at uh, to see how it looks because it is it is sort of hard to describe because there. Um, I, I guess the closest the closest visually that looks like it is Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, but even those don't look similar. Uh, but yeah, I am also excited. Um, I, I never actually played Link's Awakening. Um, the the yeah. the first Zelda games I played uh, were the uh, or yeah the Oracle games on Game Boy Color. So I came right after Link's Awakening. Um, so I'm it's cool that it's getting remade. Uh, and yeah, I also agree that. I'm interested to see what the new stuff they add to the game is. Because um, um, there's got to be some new yeah, stuff. Uh, because th- this is certainly going to be... I-, I can't imagine this is any shorter than Link Between Worlds is go- was. Uh, but that, that does necessitate a lot of extra content. And I imagine they'll, they'll give it to us. But it, it, it's, it's, I, think, I think it's going to be really cool. Um, and it, it was definitely unique seeing like the the um, the 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 old boxed in small like dungeon screens rendered in 3D I thought that was really cool um yeah it's just it's it's very interesting it's definitely adorable looking uh and they didn't they didn't give us a release date it's coming later uh but it's cool there are also uh, side scrolling sections in it um yeah and that's what's crazy too is it's such a unique Zelda game by far one of the most unique I've I've beat it one time I played it a few years ago and it was really tough I had to use a guide for part of it Mm -hmm. but uh it's one of the most like forgotten Zelda games but there's a fan base for that game that swears it is the best Zelda game and it's pretty sizable like it's it's kind of turned into a cult classic and a forgotten game and yeah, there's some really weird, unique stuff in it, like the side-scrolling. There's Mario enemies in it. Um, there is some twists in the story that make a lot of sense once you'll play it and that are really unique to that game. And uh, just overall, like the fact that it's not in Hyrule, it's just this random island um, that there's like a, a Yoshi egg on top of yep. the uh, island. And then just in general, it seems like a great choice for them to remake it. Some people are also mad. I've seen online that they didn't turn it into a 3D, like open exploration, like Breath of the Wild type yeah. game, like a 3D, 3D Zelda, where you can kind of run around and explore the island and stuff. And that, like, don't get me wrong, that would have been really cool. But, uh, I mean, it's not really necessary. Like, I still like it how it is with this. Agreed. What about you, David? So, I mean, I'm excited. I never played Link to the Past. So, well, this isn't I, this isn't linked to the. You never past. played, yeah. You, you never played Link to the Past, but have you played Link's Awakening? No, no, sorry, my bad. I never played Link's Awakening either. Mm. Um, so I did play the one on 3DS, the the Link Between Worlds, and I was a very big fan of that one. Oh yes. So, so I am excited to play it. Um, like Seth, I came in at Oracle of Seasons and Ages, and great games. I. I've never played those. Those Man, are the only Zelda mm, games I've never played. Let me tell you, I this is going to sound mean because I know how much you love this, but I wish that those two were the ones getting ported <laughs> instead. And I, I know that that's probably the wrong opinion. but Actually, you're not alone, though. Like The number one thing, uh, one of the number one things I've seen online is not even about Oracle, but a lot of people saying that the one that was remade should have been the Minish Cap. Mm, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I actually... I I got like halfway through that one because I got it 
as part of the ambassador program with the 3ds yeah me too i've never but, beat it i made it about halfway yeah so i mean i'm excited um i i like the i like the art style besides his face so yeah it'll, it'll be too. fun um i have some feelings about the direct overall i man i was really frustrated that we get captain toad's dlc and not mario party oh yeah like what are you doing like it there there's there's not much about this that made me mad because i'm really happy about fire emblem i'm really happy about a lot of the stuff that's coming out but no love for mario party um Still, I and I know that this is a small thing, but still no mention of that awesome Killer Queen black game that was announced at E3 last year. Um, that game looks super cool. Um, there's just some stuff that I, I really would have liked to have seen. And um, I mean, I know that some of it deserves its own direct, so I wasn't expecting Animal Crossing or anything because Fire Emblem was in this one. But I, is there anything you guys would have liked to have seen in here that maybe wasn't? Yeah, I got to agree about Mario Party is, you know, I just can't believe that we haven't seen any free or paid DLC yet. And like you said, especially when we're seeing DLC for these other games and yet Mario Party, it seems like Nintendo doesn't care maybe to continue supporting it. Um, at least not yet. Maybe we'll find out more later. Well, and then also kind of off that is that so many games are getting DLC. Almost every major first party release is getting DLC except for one, which was Mario Odyssey uh, is not getting anything. And it's clear that it will not be getting anything at this point. So uh, that just continues to make me think there will that they are currently working on a direct sequel for that because otherwise it would have at least gotten a few kingdoms. I mean, it's the best selling game. I'm pretty sure on the switch. Uh, or at least it's right up there with Mario Kart, and so surely they would want to capitalize on that. But uh, as far as what else is missing, um, yeah, I mean, you can always want more, but even though like 80% of the games that they showed aren't games I personally would play, because I have a very specific uh, catalog of games that interest me, it was still enough for me to be happy with the Direct just because of the first game and the last game. They were so strong for me that I, I still liked it, even though most of it i just didn't really care about yeah i think the the weirdest like the most annoying thing for me is that um there is stuff so we we've talked about this on the podcast there are super nintendo games in in the nes online app um and we have known about it for a few weeks now um and we got no word about that uh and this with like Nintendo recently said they're doing their they're gonna do their best to make their online uh offering uh good uh, and so it's like that was something I fully expected in this and they just didn't have it and also there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about Metroid Prime trilogy and that wasn't in there um and I I can understand that one more just because of what happened with with Prime Four um but I don't I, I for me this stuff is um the things that we we sort of know about that that didn't show up like and i i know that um fire Emblem was going to take center stage and they also had the other big games that that they were planning on 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 showing off 
So yeah, you're right. It was un- it was probably unreasonable to think that either Animal Crossing or Luigi's Mansion would be there. But we also like even just a hint of that would have been cool. Um, and but so yeah, like they didn't even acknowledge yeah. any. Of so those. the strangest thing for me though is that they they basically did not give us anything that is coming out until May, like before May. Um, so it's February. They ba- Nintendo has like no first party titles coming out this month. Um, they don't, and and there's not all like that. Yoshi is next month, but other than that, up until May, there's the schedule at least for first party stuff is kind of sparse. Um, and then and then they give us this direct, which you know I'll, I'll, had a lot of cool games in it, but nothing that is coming out anytime soon. Um, and I thought that was really weird that they would give us a direct at the beginning of the year and not tell us any games that are coming out in the beginning of the year. So it's because it looks like there isn't a whole yeah. lot as far as first party goes. So we've got January was new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, February nothing, March Yoshi, April and May are question marks. Yeah. June is Mario Maker and Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. July is Fire Emblem Three Houses and Dragon Quest Builders 2, which that's not exclusive. Um, but August is Astral Chain. Right. I mean, Machina. yeah, we we it's, we have we know about the like for the back half of the year, we know that the schedule for Switch games is going to be packed. And, and, you know, once we get there, that's going to be really cool. Like it, it's going to be stuff every month. Um, but we aren't there yet. We have like last year. we have a whole half of a year to get through without and and there seems to be no major nintendo first party titles that are coming out um now certainly there i'm sure there there are probably games that are coming out for switch that i'm excited for the in the intervening months that i am just not thinking of but it's it's just weird that they would give us this direct and not have anything that is actually that they can point to as saying this is coming out soon yeah, I definitely didn't expect to see Animal Crossing, Pokemon, Luigi's Mansion, or um, obviously Prime 4 since they told us that it's been restarted. Uh, but, you know, it would have been nice to get at least an update on some of that. But, you know, it looks like going into E3, we'll find out more. And then probably, you know, Animal Crossing and Pokemon will have its own separate event or direct that announces those. But, yeah, it's crazy. The second half of the year, and especially the fourth quarter, it's going to have so much because you have those games I just men- mentioned plus you're now going to have Link's Awakening as well uh, and what other other surprises end up being announced by then. We still got Retro Studios, whatever they've possibly been working on for the last like five or whatever years. So uh, there's a lot of question marks, definitely. And the first half is a little bit barren, but hopefully it'll be a good second half this year. Yeah. <sighs> Which, let me add one more thing too, real quick, is that What I find the most suspicious about the entire Direct is that that leak that came out last week was correct. It predicted the date. It predicted uh, Mario Maker, Zelda, Box Boy, and some other stuff. But it also said that, not that these would be announced during the Direct, but that they would come out in 2019, was the port of Pikmin 3, not Pikmin 4, which is supposedly in development, but a port of Pikmin 3. We didn't see that. And then also the huge, really crazy question mark is Metroid Prime Trilogy. The leak said that it is coming out this year. And so that's just 
that just boggles my mind. Like, you know, they, they say that Prime 4 is going to be restarted and they have a chance to announce a game that's supposedly done and ready pretty much for release and they still don't announce it. They don't seem to want to um, try to give that as a consolation for the cancellation and restart of Prime 4. And so my gut tells me, well, there's really two options. It's either being saved for E3 as a big reveal at E3 that they're doing a Prime trilogy, even though everyone knows they're doing it, or the bad option, and I've seen this rumored online, is that they are going to save that game for several years because they want to release Prime trilogy uh, close to the release of Prime 4, maybe about a year in advance. That way they can start you know, the hype train and the cycle um, of Metroid being back and getting players ready for Prime 4. Whereas if they release it like three years before Prime 4, by the time 4 comes out, people might not care as much. Yeah, that would be a bummer. Now, after that, there yeah, was that also um, there was also a, not really a leak, but a... A, uh, a blog post by Emily Rogers, who is a respected um, person with Nintendo Info. She had it, it was yeah. like a list of, I think it was like fourteen uh, unannounced um, Nintendo titles that she knew of that were coming out this year. Um, five of I think five of them were um, were major like first party games, and I think some of them are have probably been in here. Uh, two of those, two of them are supposed to be like Wii U ports, which lines up with the Pikmin Three news. Um, and there were some, some other, some of them were eShop titles. Um, so yeah, so we know like from people who know, they have said that there are these games that are supposed to come out this year. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard for me to believe that these are all coming out in the back half of the, the, the back half, the later half of this year, but apparently that's what it's going to be. They're just going to cram every single game they have down our throat in the final uh, <laughs> it's gonna be possibly amazing i mean we might have an animal crossing a metroid a pokemon a zelda uh and a luigi's mansion and you know a pikmin port all coming out within a few months yeah. so everything essentially but mario will have everything else yeah i mean and that stuff is games. great but i would like like one of them this month or next month or the month after that something I know that's coming out soon. I think that the problem lies in that what was supposed to come out in that month was Fire Emblem. Yeah, definitely Fire Emblem getting pushed back. That's probably out of April. That's the issue here. Is the is that I bet you that they they had stuff something else for July, but now they've got to figure out where to put it because they had to put Fire Emblem there. So, yeah. I mean, at least that's what I think. Because Fire Emblem is big enough to have two months to itself. Because that game's going to take forever to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I don't know. It's Nintendo being Nintendo. So. Yeah, I mean, it's also the other thing that's kind of weird about it is that. Um, so Nintendo, like they, there was a big deal about how they, they made a prediction for it selling 20 million switches in the the in the previous in the fiscal year um that has just ended uh and they had to to lower those um estimates because they they sold about 18 which is still good um but the president like the new president uh furukawa he he blamed it on like bad uh marketing strategy um so it's weird that like on top cup right after saying that 
they would then go and and then have no games to market to us for like the next three months. Yeah. That is kind of bonkers. I didn't see that he blamed it on bad marketing strategy. So, I yeah, mean, I it's it's just so weird. We have such a back back half of eight twenty nineteen, just like last year. They're gonna sell all their consoles in the second half of the year again, unless they spread this game release schedule out a little bit. You know. And I mean, look, it's Nintendo. Like they. They can basically announce a game at any time during the year, and people, and because of the way they deliver information, uh, people will hear about it and get excited about it. So, it's entirely possible that they, like, out of nowhere in March, have a like a mini direct for a, a game that's coming out in April or something like that. Um, but it's just weird, and I don't know that that's going to happen. But it's just weird that that if they have things planned, that they would not have brought anything up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, but that's about it. That's about it. We'll, we'll always have more um, random Nintendo news for you here, as well as other news every week. Um, we thank Joe for joining us. Uh, remember to check him out on... Like, just search Joe Pro on YouTube. He just released not only a reaction video to the um, Link's Awakening trailer, but he also released his rankings of all of the Super Mario, the, the Smash Bros. stages, Super Mario. Yep. All the Smash <laughs> Bros. stages, which I, I listened to and I watched. Um, and I have to let you know that controversially, I think your opinion about the, uh, I forgot the name of the, the league. Pokemon League. The one. Unova or the Kalos? The Kalos League stage. I feel like, uh, you offended my family and my, my name with that. Cause I love that stage. Even though you forgot the name yep. of it. Yeah. Listen, it's not my fault. There's so many regions in Pokemon. I I mix up which one Kalos and Unova is actually, so I'm not even sure which one you're talking about. But I will talk to you about that another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but go go watch that video because it's very good, and it's it's got all the stages on there. So, um, and make sure you check us out on all social media and share this episode, and we'd appreciate it. And you can always. Be the first person to listen to the episode if you subscribe to us or go to our website at at suplexistics.com. And whenever I feel like posting it tomorrow morning or Thursday morning is when it gets everywhere else. But you'll be first to listen to it if you go to our website or subscribe to the feed on any of your favorite podcatcher. So with that, we appreciate you guys and... We'll talk at you next week. Bye. Hello, thank See you. <sighs> Bye.